0: While many kids are making their holiday wish lists, the patients at Nationwide Children's Hospital are simply wishing they could be home. But you have the power to make their stay a little brighter. The moment you make a donation, the butterflies on the lawn at Nationwide Children's light up for our patients to see. And that gift brings joy, funds research, and the world's finest care. Please, light up the lawn. Light up a life. Give now at nationwidechildrens.org. Peace, peace, everybody. This is your girl, Sequoia Blue. And tonight I want to discuss Lovecraft Country on HBO, baby. That is one of the best shows I've ever seen, hands down. Uh, Jordan Peele is one of the co-producers and J.J. Abrams. Um, Misha Green wrote it. Uh, she also wrote uh, the show Underground as well. I mean she's a awesome on writer you know I'm definitely taking some some writing tips from her because I I love to write my uh as well so but yeah this is one of the <laughs> I mean if you like wizards spirituality space and drama all in one if you just out of the box mofo you you're gonna you gonna be into this show and I think that it's a lot of messages and 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 symbols and stuff like that. So you really got to watch it. You really got to pay attention when you're watching the show because you might miss something that's important because everything twines together. Everything's going to bind together at the end of each episode. And you're like, yo, what just happened? Um, And the show is also based on a book called uh, Lovecraft Country by H.P. Lovecraft. Um, There's also another version by Matt Ruff as well. Um, I'm actually gonna get the book myself so I can check out uh, the book because sometimes books can can really break down things. And I know they changed. I know they kind of deviated from the book a little bit. So there's some things that are gonna be different, I'm sure, but books can go more into detail for you, so I'm definitely gonna get the book and definitely review that later. But <laughs> well, I gotta say, I mean, just from the first episode, I mean, I mean, I'm probably going to do a little bit of spoiler alert. So, spoilers, spoilers. So, if you have not seen the show, please do not listen to this. Um, <laughs> but I'm not I'm not going in depth with over each episode, but I just want to talk about this one episode cuz it's like, I mean, I just want to talk about it from just the beginning. So, the first show, they get caught up in the middle of then going Sundown Town, which means back in the day, um, meaning if they catch African Americans out after a certain time, after when nighttime hit, you in trouble. When sundown hit, you're in some trouble. So they're out there, you know, they're like, FA we're gonna drive through this, we're gonna we're gonna we got somewhere to go. We gotta find we gotta find what we try to find. And basically, I mean, in the midst of on the being on the ground from racist cops, you know, aliens come out of nowhere and save them. And I said, it's crazy that in the midst of an alien invasion, or what you you know think is an alien, um, <laughs> you're scared. You're more scared of the thing on racist cops, you know. And I think that that was pretty deep. It, I think that Misha was trying to say something here, basically telling you that, dang, nothing's more. I mean, you're not as scared of the thing on alien or a wizard as you are racism at this point, because racism is such a deep deep rooted issue and and shoot not just America but all over the the world so it's just (laughs) that was just deep I mean mind-blowing and the way that they the way that they like did the whole storyline was just amazing the the characters everybody did a great job um and I think that it just makes one think about where we are in the world now and how things are are still the same i mean it's still the same as far as just trying to fight for you know being considered equal and and being considered a person and and our feelings and our our lives matter so it's it's a really deep situation for you know african-americans and it also opens the eyes to other races to see you know what the horrors of are the horrors are in this world <laughs> that's one of the biggest horrors honestly a uh, I don't know if an alien can scare me so much at this point because, you know, at this time it's like so much, you know, so much racism, you know, and I just came from, like, I would consider a pretty racist, I would say racist culture. I'm not going to say the job name out of respect, but uh, I, I definitely felt that for the first time in my life and I've never felt, I mean, I felt i felt racism in the past as a little girl and stuff like that, but I've never felt it at a job before because I, I kind of grew up in Atlanta and then coming out to Cali and you know everything was just different but that was the first role I had where I really felt black and I felt like whatever I did was under a microscope whatever I did was like a little microscope and I was like man okay well (laughs) I guess I'll just sit back because you're not going to keep me here anyway because I was in a contract I was like you're not gonna keep me here anyway so what's the point you know you you don't you don't believe in me you don't see me you don't it it doesn't even matter you put me here because you needed that diversity number and I had a smiling face. And that's what you did. You know, I mean, not saying that you didn't see my tech abilities or my abilities in that role. But um, you definitely was trying to use me as a diversity uh number on your on your scoreboard here. So you won't get in trouble. But but that's just, so that's a little piece of my experience experience with racism. So, I mean, the show then goes on to another <laughs> another. I think the next episode that rings, the just ding-a-lings in my mind. She was probably every episode thing is every in my freaking mind. But uh, I think the the next one was the fact that you know Ruby, you know one of the characters in, in Lovecraft was able to change into a white white lady, you know, because of Christina, she gave her a a potion and you know, and she turned into she was able to to see how Phil how it felt to be a white woman and it was a crazy crazy Mind Mindthorpe, I think, because Ruby was like, dang, you know, this kind of, she, 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 at first she was like, this feels good to be white. I get to, everybody's paying attention to me. No one's judging me. No one's saying I did anything wrong. They're getting out the way. I can walk wherever I want. She's like, yeah, I can get used to this. She was even able to get the job that she wanted at this fancy store. But then after, you know, getting used to the manager and, and getting to know him and stuff and She was like, you know what? And getting to know the women in the store that she was working with, the white ladies in the store. She was like, you know what? I don't want to be white anymore. I'll just be black. But I still think deep down she likes it because I think she eventually changes into her again a few times. But I think that, like, there was this this realization that it's like, dang it, I'd rather just still be, I want to be me, you know? Like, I want to be black and not be in that world because it's still not... It's still not right, you know, still she still knows what they're doing and thinking. So it's still tough for her to just be like, I wanna stay this way, you know, stay white. She knows what her people are going through and she knows what what's going on. So that was a crazy scene. <laughs> and then my other my other favorite scene was when Hippolyta, she ends up um, getting caught into another dimension because they go into the time machine in one scene and she gets uh, thrown into the portal so she goes into another dimension <laughs> and she meets this this great goddess I would say alien goddess with uh, immaculate afro and <laughs> she tells her you know um you know you're not in prison nothing like that you're just you're just here to figure out what you want basically telling her that she could be anything she wanted but she had to tap in tap into her her mind her her vortex. So basically, you know, Hippolyta figured out what this goddess wanted, and ended up, you know, tapping into different dimensions to be what she always wanted to be, because Hippolyta, she didn't know that she was holding herself down from freedoms, because when you're, you know, she's even said, being an African-American woman, you know, we're told not to, we're kind of told not to dream, We're, you know, um, I think she said they, they put a, noose around my neck without hanging me like they hang they hung me without putting a noose around my neck and I thought that was deep as I don't know what because you know if you don't live life to your fullest potential because of racism or any just anything else it it, it it's like that they, they already hung her without putting a noose around her neck and I thought that was a deep deep line because it's a fact <laughs> she you know she she really went through that insecurity is a lot of black women go through where you just, you seem to dumb down. You seem to just sit low and like, well, I guess I'll just stay here, but you don't have to stay there. So when she started to say, I am, you know, she said, I am, or she, I am a dancer and all these things that she went through different dimensions as a different person that she wanted to, to be, or things she wanted to do. And I think that, um, that's to me being a metaphysics, um, you know, Person, I would say someone that's into the mind and and thinking and and stuff like that, and the way and all that. I believe that, um, whatever you think about, if you whatever you declare yourself to be, that's what you're gonna be. So, you know, and and that's what I'm practicing now. Like, I'm careful what I say, I'm not always perfect, but I I definitely am careful what I say because you can literally create your reality. You know, I don't know if anybody's seen used to watch the show Through the Wormhole by uh, Morgan Freeman, but. I think there was one particular episode where he said, "Be careful what you say, because the earth and everything is listening to you. Everything's alive, and it's all listening to you and working with you." So, I think in that one scene, it was like that was like confirmation—you know, extra confirmation—that it's true. It's it's real. This is very real, and I know it's just Lovecraft is supposed to be this magical show, but it's truth. There are—I believe there's different dimensions out there. I believe there's different things out there, and. Um, To me, this show highlights that, and maybe can make people think—the audience think—that watches it can make them think and say, "You know what? Maybe things are different. Maybe I can be someone, or maybe I can, you know." I mean, it then it highlights the stuff that our ancestors went through as African Americans. So I think also it's almost this, you know, um, I can say take a, a walk down memory road type thing where you're you're like, wow, you know, we really went through that. It's like that reminder that look what your ancestors went through to, for you to be where you are, you know, getting burned alive in their homes And one, the last episode, you know, the family got burnt in their, you know, burned alive in their home. And, you know, and this was something that, um, I don't completely know the story, but this is something that actually happened in real life in Oklahoma, I believe. So, I mean, I, this is one of the God dang on best shows I've ever seen. I mean, and I think all the actors are doing good. Journey Smarlette, um, who else? It's uh, Abby Lee. I think she plays Christina. Um, the young man that plays Atticus. I mean, all of them are just a brilliant. The, the casting was on point for this role, like for this movie. Everything, this show, everything was just on point. Like, I was. So impressed, <laughs> and I give it twenty stars. Like I, I'm looking forward to. I think we have two more shows left. I'm looking forward to it, but like, but um, but yeah, it's just about paying attention to the show. I mean, I think the last two episodes is gonna be more so on getting into the Book of Names, trying to figure out what what you know, what is going to happen as far as like, um, with Christine, I think she's trying to, you know, become immortal. So is Atticus going to survive and, you know, what's going to happen with that. And hopefully D gets back to her normal self. And like, so it's just going to be a lot of just closing and figuring out what's going to happen to You know, what's going to happen to everybody is, is, you know, and, and what is Christine's, um, real intentions with ruby like what is going to happen with that does does she really care for ruby or is she just using ruby as a pawn so i'm really just looking forward to the last two episodes and i may do a review on the last two episodes once it's complete and just close out what my thoughts are are um was on lovecraft because that was just one of the thing on. <laughs> it's just a thing on good show and you know i know some people were saying i don't know what's going on in the show well you know Watch this, watch it again because basically, what it's telling you, watch some YouTube videos because you got a lot of good YouTube um, um, commentators breaking it down piece by piece, scene by scene. So, you can also check them out. But one of my things is that basically, this is a spiritual journey, y'all. It's, it's a spiritual, magical journey. So, <laughs> that's what you need to know about the show. What is it about? Spiritual, magical journey. And tapping into your vortex. That's what this show is mainly about and all and all. And also racism and 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 um and what it has done to the African American community and what it's still doing to African African American community. So if that's what you that's what is the overall of it's overall about. You know, I mean it's the overall big picture, that's what it's about. But you know the little the little parts in the scenes and everything that's going on that's that's basically the main thing the book of names and and really surviving and understanding this magical journey you know amongst all of them it's it's that's what it's about and so that's my overall take on lovecraft country i would say please support it support it support it um you know let everybody know about it because i think it it also teaches you a few things cuz i didn't know about sundown town you know i didn't know about certain things I didn't know all the stuff that happened in Oklahoma um even though there was I think there was another show um based off Toast, Oklahoma but with Regina King but I'm not I can't remember the name of it but but yeah I mean I didn't know all these things (laughs) and also you know it made me want to look up some James Baldwin because during the some of the episodes they uh had James Baldwin playing in the background so that was amazing so check it out Um, you know, and if you, you really, if you enjoyed this episode, uh, please share it my podcast, um, and, uh, let everybody know about it and, um, support, support me, subscribe to me, uh, just let me know and stay tuned because I'm going to be more consistent. I'm going to have some more shows coming up and it's going to be a fun ride. All right, everybody stay peace and stay safe, stay peaceful and safe. And, um, and that's it. I'm out. Ladies and gents, jazz up your New Year's Eve with the renowned Jeff Hamilton organ trio. Swing in the new year at the Lincoln Theater with an unforgettable evening of soulful Hammond B3 organ sounds by Akiko, Saruga, and dynamic guitar work by Steve Kolbachek, led by renowned drummer Jeff Hamilton. This trio is a powerhouse of talent that will get you moving and grooving into 2024 with style. Join us December 29th at the Lincoln Theater. Visit jazzartsgroup.org for tickets and information.